0: BLOB TALK RADIO My name is Veronica
1: Onfulhula, I am 21. I just recently found out that I was pregnant.
2: My name is Neville D'Angelo, and you are on the journey. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky little problems. We play a few games, too, and attract the remarkable characters of three
3: classic books.
0: Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again. All of which you can get in your favorite
2: format from Amazon or Barnes & Noble's.
0: big night and there's going to be a lot of people there. But I can do this. Alright. The illusion is that you are simply reading this poem. The reality is that this is more than a poem. This is a beggar's knife. This is a tulip. This is a soldier marching through Madrid. This is you on your deathbed. This is Lee Poe laughing underground. This is not a goddamn poem. This is a horse, asleep, a butterfly in your brain. This is the devil's circus. You're not reading this poem on a page. The page is reading you. Feel it? It's like a cobra. It's a hungry eagle circling the room. This is not a poem. Poems are dull. They make you sleep. These words force you to do madness. These words force you to. The elephant dreams with you now. The curve of space bends and laughs. You can die now. These words force you to a new madness. You've been blessed. You've been pushed into a blinding area of light. That I hate so much. The Hello? Did. Alright, I'll be there. Sleepy Weasel. Three minutes.
4: This is more than a plan. to better the next step of my journey. It is up to me. It is always up to me.
2: Intertwined Lives For emerging athletes, elite athletes, sports enthusiasts and lovers following us via Riosports.com. that is R-Y-O-S-P-O-R-T-S Riosports.com There is a new series being rolled out called Is This Your Life? Is This Your Life explores life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness through the lenses of reality, comedy, mystery, drama, and art. You'll run into the folks you just heard and quite a few other actors, artists, musicians, athletes, and coaches. Again, that is on riosports.com. Click on the series, Is This Your Life? Today we have Veronica as our guest. Veronica has offered to share her story with us. Some of you have heard a part of it. In this program, Intertwined Lives, she will tell us more Uh, I believe it will open up a number of issues each of us will wrestle with at one time or another in our journey. You're, of course, always welcome to reference our life blog that is at matchboxmystery.wordpress.com where you'll find more details on the topics and issues raised on our show. Welcome to our program today. And again, thank you, Veronica, for your willingness to share with us. Tell us your story.
1: I'm not in a loving relationship like anyone hopes that they would be when giving birth to a child. I want the world for my baby, you know, and I, I just, I feel like my baby deserves even more than what I had. And what I have is a loving family and a house and just a nice area to grow up in. And who wouldn't want that for their child? Correct, correct.
2: So. At at what time did you decide that um, you were going to go to the adoption
1: Um, It was pretty early on. Just because I was still with the father of my baby whenever I found out. Mm -hmm. But I was about to break up with him. Mm -hmm. And it was just the fact that I knew that I didn't love him. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to... Push myself, right. cause my sister kind of did the same thing when she was younger. She's gotten pregnant at seventeen, and she had her baby and went to the next guy and kind of like ended up having a baby with him and wasn't in love with him. And because she had already had two children, mm-hmm. it was like she had to jump into this relationship right. and and she married someone that she didn't love at all, mm. and it was so awful to watch. It's, and she put her kids through a lot that I, watching it, being the aunt, just being there, it, it hurt so much because you never want to see kids have to go through that. Right. You know, and I knew that she wasn't happy. And that's, I just want my baby to be so happy. Right. You know, and I just want a loving relationship. And with an open adoption, I can still have those things. So have you, have you gone
2: through that process, uh, adoption process? Yet, or, uh...
1: Well, I'm actually going to um, stay at a facility. It's called the the Gladney Center for Women. Say that again? The Gladney Center for Women oh, okay. in Fort Worth. Oh,
3: in Fort, okay. Yes. Right.
1: So uh, what they do is they completely take care of you, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's become even harder to be in bills and do all those things when you're so tired and you're pregnant and mm-hmm. just all these things that Normally is like a great thing, and everybody's so happy about it. I'm just like going through it by myself, so it's not as okay. It's not as easy. It was, There's not support of other people, mm-hmm. and um, they're just gonna help me so much. They have all the facilities and just everything that to take care of a person. Right.
2: So when, when when you say you go through them, uh, you mean. Uh, when you're giving birth, or you're going to be there before the birth. I'm or? actually
1: going gonna go live there.
2: Oh, okay, that's
1: nice. Yeah, I see, because they, what they do is they take you in, they have, uh, they pay for all your food, mm-hmm. and they actually do counseling there. Mm-hmm. They actually help you pick out the parents for your baby. That's great. Yeah. So you go through a whole process where you just. You know what I mean? You get to pick the kid. you know what I mean? The parents of your baby that, you know, you're so scared and you're so terrified right. of, of, you know, going through this in the first place, but you, you get some peace of mind because you know the relationship that they're going to have. don't show until they're six months like it's really ridiculous it gets gets insane (laughs) you (laughs) know
2: Wind lies today our standing question is what would you do don't forget to grab a copy of Illicet, a time to begin again available on amazon and barnes and noble Illicet is spelled i l i c e t ilicet Illicet, a time to begin again Illuset is a Latin word meaning it is finished. It is an inspiring uh, true story. Illicet, a time to begin again. Available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Let us return back to Veronica for the rest of her story.
1: told him, you know what I mean, you can't live with me anymore if you're going to sit there and call me a liar, because I, he didn't have a job,
3: Uh and I was
1: actually paying for his clothes to, you know, go to his new job, and like, try to help him find a new job, and he finally did, Mm -hmm. and it was his first week there, and he's like, and I was like, you know, I'm 21 years old, if I could be out partying, I would be, you know, but I'm pregnant, and I'm like, I'm trying to settle down and kind of get everything together, so it just took me back. Right. You know, it, it really hurt my feelings because I was doing everything I can and that's what you do right. because you're nesting. You know, you're you're trying to find out if we can do this. This is the way that it's going to be. It has to be this way. You know, and I feel like that's a lot of my personality anyway is if I'm going to do something, I've got to put my mind to it anyway. Right. And I, I just feel like that and he already has a he has a son from a previous relationship. Whenever he was around 17 years old,
2: mm. how old is he now?
1: Uh, he's 25. Oh,
2: okay.
1: So, um, he spends a little bit of time with his baby. I mean, his kid. He's he's mm-hmm. almost seven or eight, maybe. Um, but the thing is, is for my baby, I want constant. You right. know, I want norm normal. Mm-hmm. And and even then, it's just like. I feel like I'm not ready. You already know that you're not ready. And I feel like for some moms that they can do it, they know that they're ready. And they have that maternal instinct, you know, like I'm going to do this, I have to you know, get things together, and that's kind of what I try to do. But it was, in the back of my head, I'm just like, I have to do this for my kids. I have to.
2: No, Now, does he know that you're going to do that? Now, or he's still, he's
1: still in denial? He he knows that I'm going to do. Yeah. He, I feel like he was, he was terrified of having another
3: child.
1: Oh. So it was more to him was like he felt like he could run if he wanted to. Right. And, you know, as a girl, you can't run. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So it's, it's just kind of like you can't. You can't give up on a baby that really needs you. And there're just so many people out there that have a And I just couldn't do that. It's I feel like I'm totally pro choice. I totally am. And I just know that that's not my decision. I can't do that. I I went out on a limb and, you know, went down this road and I got myself here and I got this person here, right. and I can't, I, I just couldn't do it. Right. I was really in love with someone, and I got broken up with, mm-hmm. and I was on the rebound, mm-hmm. and I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, that's not this baby's fault. Right. You know, that's my fault. But I know that this baby's gonna have a good life right. because I'm trying to help it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really do want to have kids one day. It's not that I don't. And I feel like a lot of people think that, like, think that way, that I don't want to have kids so I'm just giving up. You know, but it's not that. It's that a baby deserves a better home than I can give it. It's like I can barely support myself right now. I can struggle alone. You know, you can eat ramen by yourself. You know, you you can do so much to survive, but bringing another life into it is totally different.
2: Now, you you, you 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 mentioned that some people think that you're giving up. So I'm assuming you've talked to other folks about it. was what, your family and
1: friends? Everybody that you think would be okay with this
2: mm-hmm.
1: is totally against it. Really? And everybody that you think that would be totally against it is ready to help you. Isn't it? It's, it, it turns everything upside down mm. because my mom is very hurt. Mm. And, and that hurts because she's my best friend. It's one of my best friends in the world mm-hmm. and actually my best friend in the entire world mm-hmm. my friend rainbow she's actually having a baby and she is pregnant the same months that I am mm-hmm. so she is very hurt too mm-hmm. so it's been it's been actually way harder on me because rainbow has a boyfriend that's gonna be there for her mm-hmm. and she's in a different place than I am and it's it's really hard because I know that my baby would be the same age as hers, right. you know, mm. growing up. But I know that my baby would be so much happier in this situation. So is she is she and your mom
2: hurt because you're pregnant or are they hurt because you're giving up the baby for adoption? They're,
1: they're pretty hurt that I'm giving up the baby for adoption mm. because I've always been the good kid, you know. That's... And that's what's so awful is that there are a lot of people that think that because you get pregnant out of wedlock that, you know, you've been sleeping around or doing different things and that's just not really how it is, you know. You could only have sex with three people and get pregnant, you know what I mean, by one of them or, you know, it's 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 really hard because I have always tried to be the strong person in our family and I feel like I'm trying to be as strong as I can for this baby yeah. that I know that I can't support it the way that it should be supported, and a lot of people think that I should move home and give up all that I have here and i mean i I lost my hair from alopecia, which is a stress induced disease, okay. so I was living at home whenever I got that <laughs> disease. And I just feel like moving back there would make me miserable, and this baby miserable. I lived there um through my high school career, and it was it was awful. I would never wish that on anyone i I feel like the people in the town are you know they're doing their own thing if if you're raised in that town, it's kind of different you know you're you're pretty much accepted um but it's just a hard town in
2: in 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 the first place, you know. So, is it, was it was hard living in in the town or living with your mom? Were you living with your mom or your dad? Yeah. right? You I was
1: living with, your... with my mom, and my parents actually got divorced right after I moved away from from home. Right. Okay. So, I feel like that was the really big stress on me, um, just because. My parents are having struggling problems with my my brother. Oh, okay. He's smaller than me. me and my sister are all uh, me and my sister and my brother are all six years oh, apart. Okay. So, um, he's in high school now,
3: right.
1: and they're having trouble deciding where he's going to be. Um, and it just really hurts right. to see that because my brother screams at my mom mm-hmm. just like he would, like my dad would scream at my mom. And it hurts me because she is my best friend. Like, no matter what, like, she's here, you know, and I'm right here with her because I will have, I have to be. And just to see that go down, it makes me, it hurts me because I don't want to see my brother get those same traits, you know. Because I love my dad and he's calmed down a lot, but he used to have a very abusive attitude. And I don't want to see that in my brother, you know. He's so young and he is my brother. And I just feel like I'm a big part of his life. But being there was like, my little brother could scream at my mom and she wouldn't do anything because she didn't want to punish him or do any of those things because they're separated. Mm. And he, she doesn't want to see him, like, go back to my dad mm. and say all these bad things about her.
3: Mm. And it's awful mm.
1: just to think about that. It, it's so hard because I didn't have to go through that. So just watching it happen. Was even more hard because you don't know what to say, right. you know. And and you can talk. to I can talk to my brother as much as I wanted to, but he's gonna do what he wants. He's a teenager, mm-hmm. you know. So.
2: So he? Has anybody done anything to see if it could change, or they just think it's a phase, or it's just?
1: They all think it's. You know different things. They they think it's part of them being divorced. It's their fault. That's why it's it's almost become acceptable, mm-hmm. and that's what hurts. Because it's like that isn't acceptable. And just because you guys are divorced, doesn't mean that you can't get together and solve a no problem. Right. Because you know my dad, he always disciplined us mm-hmm. since we were very little. So, I feel like my little brother takes advantage of that because my mom doesn't want to discipline us because she doesn't want to hurt us, and that's kind of been her weakness when we grew up. It was pretty much that way, you know, and I just feel like it's it's just it's hard to live with that, you know. Seeing someone that I love so much not be in control of the situation that they're in. Mm. And I just feel like she she almost wanted to raise my child. Mm. You know, but she's in the kind of the same spot that I am. It, just because we have similar jobs. You know, we get paid around the same amount. Mm. And it's just like raising another child is going to be ten times harder. Right. It's a baby. So you
2: said she almost is that... Um, uh, because you didn't want her to, or because you just not saw the reality of her raising what,
1: what happened? There? I just well, she wants to. Right. That's that's her reality. Is that she really wants to? The fact is, is I felt like I could raise this baby. Mm. I feel like because we're so here, you know what I mean? Because we're so here. If I felt like I could do it, then I wouldn't let anybody else do it. Right. You know, especially in my family, because right. I feel like. I don't know like my aunt my aunt she she's always gone down this road. you know she has uh three kids um she helped raise her oldest and got taken away. She helped raise the second and he had gotten taken away at the very end. He decided to move with his dad, and the third is autistic and lives. So when you
2: say got taken away,
1: explain that. Um, the father they all fight for custody oh. and they get the kid. Okay. Hmm. So and, and there's a lot of resentment in that. Right. Since you know, my 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 cousin Stephanie, she's the oldest and she felt like her mom left her. Hmm. You know, and that's that's hard to think about. Right,
3: right.
1: Um and I just, I would never want to be in that situation where just because I wasn't making enough money could a man take away my baby, right. you know? And I, and that's, and that's what I feel like is happening. A lot, a lot, right. a lot in the today, and you know what I mean? This age is like, if you don't make a certain amount, it, the baby can be gone like
2: that. Well, but talk to me about that. Right right now, from you, what you said, that one, um, this baby's father first denied that you were pregnant and of course you sent him the um, ultrasound. I don't know what his response
3: to that is.
2: As the person say, has he now accepted that you are pregnant or he's still in denial?
1: He, ha- he has accepted that I'm pregnant.
2: So so where I'm going with this is, um, can he come in at any time during this process and make a different decision or how does that work?
1: He he wants to relinquish rights, which is that's what happens when you go through adoption, right. and the father is—I mean, if he's in the picture, some some girls don't know who their father is, right. but I definitely know right. that it's him. Right. And um, he because we've talked since then because right. I I don't I don't like to be upset with people, right. you know I I really don't and. Uh, you don't want to have hate on your heart, especially right. when you're having a baby. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't want to have any of these problems. You don't You want don't have stress because all the stress that you have is in turn put on the baby. Right. And that's what everybody says, you know. And just, uh, I've talked to him multiple times, you know, about what I'm going through, and he's just kind of like, can't believe that my mom isn't as as supportive as my dad is because me and my dad all haven't always seen I die. And my mom is, like, my best friend. Mm. So he's, almost, you know, he's being supportive as much as he can. I you feel like he's,
3: had, No, well, the The father. Oh, yes. Right. Just because
1: he... Because I was so upset with him. Because mm. he really liked me. He really thought that we were going down this road where we were going to get married and things like that. And, and it was just like... um, But then you go and tell our friends that I'm not even pregnant. And he was like, well, just because I doubt... Doesn't mean that I don't love you and these things, and I'm just like, why would you even think those things? Because mm-hmm. I'm doing so much for us to work right now, mm-hmm. but it's like you shouldn't have to work that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, 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 just got so complicated that it, it was better that I move out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, that he moved out of my place. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we've talked since then, and he, he's just like as supportive as he can be. You know what I mean? I Talk to him very much, but when I do, you know, we, he, you know, asks how my family's taking everything because, you know, I am from Hispanic background. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah,
1: um, I'm half, um, half white and half Hispanic. Okay. And even though my dad is a Hispanic, you know, he's a very, <laughs> very Hispanic man. You know, he's been behind me 100%. But the reason I really feel like he's been behind me 100% is because my sister got pregnant so young mm. and he freaked out mm. and he really didn't talk to my sister mm. he didn't even talk to her even though we lived together mm. so it gotten really really crazy mm. you know and in this little house that we're living in it was just kind of like why wouldn't you talk to her you know she's walking around and <laughs> all these things and you know it, they had always been really close you know he she's always been daddy's little girl and now that she was pregnant he was almost ashamed of her and and it hurt my sister more than anything and he realizes that he did that to one of his kids you know so he's he he's come a long way you know i feel like yes my parents were together for a long time 25 years 25 years But they had gone through so much together, fighting and screaming and those those things. It's just like it wasn't, you know what I mean? You could have done that, and y'all could have been, you know what I mean? Mm. At least been at different turns so that we could go through this, you know, as family, separate, but as a family. Mm. And so he's trying to just realize where he wants to be Mm. as a father now. Mm. And and that's why I just feel like he he really wants to be there for me through everything. Now, how, how
2: does your brother respond to this, or does he have any response at all? I know he's a teenager. Or, yeah.
1: Or... My brother is one of my biggest fans, and that's and that's and that's what I love. I do love him so much, and that's why it hurt me so much to see the tension between him and my mom. Mm-hmm. It, it's just because. My brother, I, you know, we lived together. My, okay, whenever we moved from Georgia to Texas, South Texas, right when I was a freshman in high school, we were all we had. You know, we are living in a small camper. We only had each other. You know, and we've grown up so much to just together. You know, and my parents owned a barbecue place. Oh. So it was just kind of like we were together all the time. And like me getting out of out of te- the town, mm. and spreading my wings and things like that, you know, it just it motivates my brother to get there one day because he doesn't like the town as much as I do, you know. And <laughs> he's in a and he's in a very rough spot there, and I just uh, <laughs> I don't know why they're still there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I mean I I love my grandparents and that's why we moved down there oh, because right. the grandparents live down there but it's about a town of 2,500 people. Oh, it's a very small town. Very small, and it's the biggest biggest one in this county. About 45 minutes away from anything that makes sense, like Walmart. <laughs> um, but I just feel like we've connected so much, you know, because distance makes the heart grow fonder. You know what I mean? And and me and my brother had gone through a lot with each other. And just, you know, I called him, and I I was telling him, look, I'm pregnant. I have no clue what to do. And this is my little brother, you know. And I'm starting to, I started to cry. And he was like, whatever you do, know that you're going to be okay. He's like, you're very strong. And, and that's why I love him so much is because he believes in me. You know what I mean? And he really does look up to me.
3: Oh, god. Okay. And
1: that's, but that's what's so great about having a small sibling that understands, you know. And and that's just it. Whenever I was, I was only, I'm trying to think. My sister was 17, so I was around 11, 11 or 12. And I'm her backbone. You know what I mean? Being, she was, she had had her baby, and I remember sit, her sitting in the living room, just crying, just crying, you know. You know, I. She, nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. she used to sit in the living room and and uh, breastfeed her baby and just cry and and you know, God, what did I do? You know, how did I get here? Those those questions that millions of people ask themselves, but they don't ask themselves about babies. They ask themselves about other things. You know, and and that's just it. When you wake up and and you really realize that you've done something. That you can never take back, Um, and and you do ask God. I'm excited to see the family that I create
3: with my baby. Right.
2: So in the process, um, do do you get a chance to see the to see the family as how early before the pregnancy before you? Before you I I uh,
1: pick out my family.
2: Okay.
1: They fly in to meet me.
2: Is that is that a long time before the pregnancy or after? I mean no, before the birth or after? It's before the birth. Right.
1: So I I mean I go through like. I'm supposed to go through all these different profiles of families, and some have kids and some don't, and, you know, that's what they say, you know, you have to decide what kind of environment you want. And you just kind of read about them and things like that, and then you get to pick them, and you talk to them on the phone first, and then they they either fly in to, to meet you, or they come from where they are to meet you. Yeah. And then uh, they... Then the next time you meet them is when you decide to give the baby up. Because even if you go through all these things, mm-hmm. you have two days to decide. Mm-hmm. You still have 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's what's so scary. Because once you see something that you make, mm-hmm. it's so hard to get it away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I, I understand that it's going to be. Probably the hardest thing I'll ever have to go through, mm. hands down. Mm. You know, but I just feel like God prepares you for things like right. this. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what's going on. Mm. You know, uh, losing my hair was probably the hardest thing to this day that I've had to go through. Mm. Uh, just coping with that. You know, because I could wear a wig, but it was like I was hiding myself from other people. Mm. I felt like if I took off this wig, you wouldn't. Want All, all these things that I'm so scared of and I, I, I'm afraid of because I have no hair and I'm having to go through this by myself. But just there's somebody out there that believes that they might not be there. They might believe in their family. They might not have tomorrow. You know, so my, I have to live like I don't have tomorrow because it's, it's lucky that I didn't, you know, and I feel that way. I strongly feel that way. And I feel like that's why my family... Is so, you know, it's always looked up to me because I went through that and they, and the fact that now I'm doing something totally different, they're like, you know, this is Ronica, this is the good kid, you know, and now she's doing this and what do we don't even understand, you know. So it's hard, it's hard for my family to understand what I'm doing because a lot of my family feels, um, because a lot of the people in my family depend on other people in my family and I don't want to have to do that to my family. Because they go through so much by themselves. You know, my aunt just got a divorce from her husband. My other aunt is, you know, off and on with his husband. You know, and my mom is, she's just trying to make it right now. My dad is, he's got a barbecue place and he's so busy and he's running around and he's got a new wife. And he's trying to buy a house. And, I mean, they're all just kind of doing their own thing. And... It's not that I feel like my baby would be a burden, but I don't want to have to depend on other people to take care of me and my baby. Because if I were to have my baby, I don't have a man to take care of him. I don't have the you know what I mean, the switch off where you know I mean, you go to work so I can take care of him, and I go to work so you can take care of him, and things like that. So it's just kind of like. I don't want to put my family in that position. I don't I don't want to become a burden to my family, you know. I don't want to become a person that lives off other people because that's not who I am. I've been working since, I mean, my dad we used to do professional lawns and stuff like that. We, we, I was picking up trash before I could push the mower, you know what I mean? Like, I've been working all of my life. So it's just, to put my hands up and depend on other people I can't
2: do it. Now that you, you mentioned I don't know if uh, you just said him do you know the whether it's a boy or a girl or you just uh,
1: I actually go on the 8th to find that out. Oh, okay. All right. I go on the 8th um, uh, do, do you want to know or do you just I do. I do because I, I'm still I'm still very excited. Yeah. I because my boyfriend's black. Oh, my okay. boyfriend was black and and I'm half white and half Hispanic. Right. So it's like, the baby's going to just be beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like going to be the cutest little baby in the world. And 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 that's what I'm so excited because there are so many biracial couples out there. If you didn't know, and that's what, that's what we've been researching, there's so many biracial couples that can't have kids. They're a hot commodity. That's what they call it.
3: Like.
1: Um, so they're all looking for a baby that's mixed, you know, and I'm mixed but I don't look it but the thing is though is I'm just so excited because my baby's going to be so cute and I know that and and like with my open adoption that I'm going to have I'll be able to go see my baby on his birthday you know or, or her birthday.
2: And I was, I was going to ask you about that so um when you when you're deciding on who will
1: hard too because me and my sister were pregnant at the same time right. for a while. Mm. Um, and uh, my mom feels like, you know, she almost feels like God is doing this to punish her. Right. And and that's what hurts the most. Because mm. he never wants your mom to feel that. Right.
2: But why does she feel that way? What, would she? What well, would
1: it? she feels that way because she feels like she wasn't the best grandparent in the past. And now that I'm having a baby and I wanna give it up for adoption, she feels like it's her fault. And and I feel like that's the, the totally opposite of what I'm thinking, you know what I mean? And I, I don't feel that way at all. You know what I mean? Has she come around or is she still feeling that way? I feel like she doesn't want to talk about it. So we really don't talk about it and I just don't want to talk to her right now because it's it's hard for me not to talk about it because I'm the person that, you know, once I know what I want to do, if you don't like it, then that's that's hard for me to not try to get you to understand. Because I'm like, you should understand because this is how it, it is and this is how I feel and this is how I think. And it's like, if you don't think that way, this is how you got to think about it. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you don't think about it your way. You think about it this way and this is the way it's the best, you know? And I just feel like she doesn't want to look at it that way. And she doesn't want to think about it. Mm. And, and it's it's hard for me because she is my rock. Mm. She is my rock. So it's like when your rock's not there, you know, you're kind of scared. But uh, it hurts my feelings. I, I really wish that she would come around. And I can't make her. And that's the only thing that is so awful about it is that you can't. In these situations, you can't be insensitive to somebody else's feelings. Mm. Um, you can't consider that their, they're their seeing it the wrong way. Mm. Because everybody can see things the way they want to. I just hope, I really hope that she does come around, though. Because I want my mom to be there when I get first. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's still going to be scary, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like just because... I'm going through the adoption. It doesn't mean that I'm not giving birth, and that's, like, a big deal, you know. So my sister really wants to be be there with me. And me and my sister, we're very close, but then we're very opposite, too. So it, it gets rough, and, and we have our ups and downs, and, you know. So, But it's just like my mom's always here with me. And now that she's not, it hurts so bad because I'm just like, why don't you understand, you know? And I just, it's it just, it's hard for me yeah. because I really want her to be there for the baby's birth. And I don't think that she even understands that because she doesn't want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And she just starts crying. So then I get depressed because I don't want to think about it as a bad thing yeah. because it's not to me. I feel like. You know, I'm making a family happen. That could be the best thing for this baby. That's what it's supposed to be.
2: Now, the adopting par- the adopting parents, do they get a choice or a chance to be at the um, the birth, or how does that work? Um, I get to
1: decide. Oh, okay. Exactly. I really get to decide. Um, I don't know about the room, like being in the room while I get the birth. <laughs> I don't feel like that would be the best choice um but they can either because i get to pick where i get the baby up i can either do it at the hospital like like everybody thinks that that's the way you do it or there's a lot of people that do it differently um in this case uh there's a room that they have that's like special for that um they show up and i show up with the baby and i show them the baby and then we ended up we do all the other things you know and some people do it at a church or at a chapel you know just to send the baby out on a good blessing you know it it it's so much different like I'm saying it's so much different than it used to be and i but i don't I, I feel like people don't understand oh
2: I've learned a lot from just listening to you there I, I, you know I, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there um who don't know that you know there are different processes for
3: adopting a child, and that some
2: of the ones
3: that you mentioned are available. I'm learning a lot.
2: I'm eager to put that out there. I'd like to take this moment to remind you to take a look at our life blog, matchboxmystery.wordpress.com. Matchboxmystery is one word, matchboxmystery.wordpress.com. Uh, you will find with this program uh, more details about adoption and any other information that uh we can share let's get back to veronica i want to be
1: a mom day. i love kids i love kids so much it's ridiculous and that's what's so weird because you know a lot of people think because you give a baby up for adoption you don't love kids that you're giving up and you're doing all this stuff. that's what they assume and that's what hurts so bad i taught vbs all through high school i love kids i i used to babysit after school after high school every single day you know, and I just feel like being a part of a child's life is a great thing. I'm I'm an aunt four times now. You know what I mean? And that's just it. I try to be the greatest aunt you can be. Mm. Um and I would love my own kids. But this is not the circumstance that a kid should be born in. Mm. You know, this this child did not be choose to be born into this situation. Mm. You know, a father that's not gonna be there. A mother that can't support herself, let alone a child. It's not the baby's fault. You know, and I feel like a lot of women are scared to go to the adoption route because their families are so resistant or because, um, you know, because they're, they feel like it's giving up on a baby. And that's what hurts so bad. It's. I love my kids so much that I know that I can't take care of it.
2: Now, if if there was a, a, a another friend of yours or somebody who you don't even know that is twenty-one years old uh, came to you um, crying that they they are now pregnant, but they haven't given you any opinion as to what they you know want to do. What would you what would you tell them, or what would be that first moment of your guys? Making together? Well, I know,
1: I know personally, I cried so hard when I found out because I was so scared. I called my mom and said, I think I'm pregnant! And like, I just started bawling. Concentrate on
2: what's best for this baby, then who knows what can happen? I want to thank Veronica for being so open with us. There's much more. The standing question today is what would you do? Check out our series on Ryosports.com, R Y O Sports. Dot com. Check out the series, Is This Your Life? If you are an emerging athlete, uh, elite athlete, sports enthusiast, or a parent of any child you're considering in sport, and you haven't been to RayaSports.com, I recommend that you go there. There is a series that has been uh, running the business of sports, uh, which goes through Everything from becoming an athlete to being an athlete to transitioning to being a professional athlete or any career in athletics. It's a new series that we're running there, bringing in experts to share with us their insights into all of this. So check the Business of Sport series, or BOS. Uh, we will also be dealing with the vexing topic of obesity. Thank you all for joining us, and a great many thanks to you, Veronica. Have a great week. See you next week.